Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe it, Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. He's 54. NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9920. And enter the pin 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. Well, hello and good evening and welcome to... Sports Lounge Live, what is it, 141 this week? 41. April 27th. Yep, that's right. 2020. So those of you who think uh, this is Chris, and those of you who think I'm talking on a Tinker Toy, I am, uh, because we got the, this, this weird cordless phone set the other day at Walmart and AT&T, uh, but we've got another one on order, and hopefully tomorrow night uh, we'll be able to hook the new one up, and by Thursday when we get on All Things Radio, I'll be back to my normal loud self, but now they can out-shout me, and that's very This sad. is a good thing. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, okay, so tonight, of course, we're going to uh, do our uh, death list first quickly so people know what's coming up on that uh, score. We have 10 of them this week, unfortunately, back to normal for the last couple of weeks. So we get that. We have the... Um, uh, the panel, and we're going to do actually a little uh, COVID update because we've got some some good news basically in the world of sports and in various places and, and various venues. And we're going to talk about that as part of my panel uh, presentation. And then we'll, because I had uh, an interesting vaccination experience last week, that we'll get it started. Then uh, we'll go through the panel. Then we'll do baseball. We'll do the NFL. We'll do um, college. Uh, there's one brief college note to do, and uh, basketball notes. We'll do it with the NBA. Then we'll do the NHL, and then Robert will give us a little report on boxing, both what's coming up this weekend and, uh, you know, uh, what uh, is coming up in a few months. And also, if uh, anybody knows anything about the Derby, we really don't have a lot of information on it. So, Jerry, if you uh, know who the favorites are or anything of that sort, you can certainly call in and uh, tell us about that, because that's coming up this Saturday, and uh, we're all looking forward to it. Great, You know, it was really weird the first Saturday you made it. Not, well, we didn't have anything, but we didn't have the Derby. Yeah. And, you know, not having the Indy 500 uh, you know, at the end of May, I mean, it was just the whole thing was just so strange. But at least we're back to the normal sports calendar. So so uh, what were you going to say, Sean? And they're going to have about forty-five to 50,000 people at the Derby this year. So so that's what, about a quarter of what they uh, About a third, about a third. Cause they, okay. uh, anyway, they have about 170, so okay. somewhere between a quarter and a third. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let me give you the death list, and then we can get into the panel segment. So first of all, we have Antron Pippen. He was Scotty Pippen's uh, oldest son. He was 33 years old, and he had chronic asthma. And I guess he actually they thought he had a... Uh, uh, potential pro career, good college career, uh, but he was not uh, able to fulfill that because of that. Shaler Halliman, uh, he's a swingman from Utah State at Philadelphia, Portland, Chicago, and Atlanta in the NBA, and then Dallas Chaparrells. Uh, so it was, it, it buffaloed poor David USF. He was trying to figure out how to pronounce both names, but I, I remember the guy. So it helps when you're a little bit older. You can remember some of these people. Uh, Tom Robson, 75 years old, former MLB player. I, it actually didn't say in the uh, thing what position 
position he played, but he was a big hitting coach and Bob, a good friend of Bobby Valentine, so he went pretty much everywhere Bobby Valentine went. Then we have uh, Charlie Glotback, known as Charging Charlie, from southern Indiana, just north of Louisville, and he was a NASCAR driver and uh, did uh, in the 60s and 70s. Then we had Adrian Garrett, infielder. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about it, and I'm saying, oh, he was on the Mets. No, that was Wayne Garrett. There were two of these guys. There were two uh, infielders named Garrett in the same time frame. Uh, Wayne Garrett uh, is the one we're, we're talking about, or Adrian we're talking about this time. Infielder for Atlanta, the Cubs, the A's, uh, California Angels, and went to Japan. He was 78 years old. Frank McCabe was a, was a Marquette forward and an AAU basketball team member. I remember uh, we used to hear about AAU basketball before the NBA really Really took off, you know, the people would play uh, and they'd get a job with the company, like Philip 66, you know, that kind of thing. You'd see these films of AAU basketball. So he was one of those guys, didn't go to the NBA, but he was that many was on the 52 Olympic team that won the gold medal. And Terrence Clark, a sad story for here, uh, people all over the country from Boston. He was killed in Los Angeles. He was speeding, 19 years old, with a potential top draft choice, as high, ranked perhaps as high as eight. Uh, he was a one and done at Kentucky and uh, was uh, really a top uh, draft pick, uh, the potential. So that was very sad. And then we had two more deaths that we uh, just got in. Mike Davis, 65 years old, Raiders defensive back. He also played for the Chargers. And Geno Hayes, an NFL linebacker, 33 years old, died of liver, you know, uh, just a former NFL linebacker, but died of liver disease. So that was very sad. Um, so, oh, and, and I forgot, I missed one. Uh, Bill Whittington, a uh, uh, 71 years old, a race car driver and criminal. <laughs> we'll get to all that when we get into his uh, yes, uh, story. But anyway, sort of getting into a, I, I, my uh, panel uh, moment and kind of going to get into a little uh, COVID uh, discussion because um, the other day I went and got my second shot and uh, went to the uh, Heinz Convention Center here. And I heard this familiar voice. They have a, this, uh, they call it the mobility room. And so they, they have these people, anybody who's disabled can go in there and get their shot a little easier, easier without having to move around and, you know, figure all that out. And I had gotten my shot and I was waiting my 15 minutes and all that. And I heard this familiar voice. And I'm like, ooh, I wonder if it's who I think I, it is. And so uh, he, I heard him say, the person must ask him where he works at WBZ a couple of times. It's almost like the guy didn't know what WBZ was. I went, what? You know, so it turned out it was this guy who's worked at WBZ for 50 years. His name is Johnny Miller. He's got cerebral palsy. He walked, I could see uh, when he came over to where I was sitting when I got to talk to him, he uh, was walking with crutches. And he doesn't have a great radio voice, but he's the, one of the best reporters. He's like Susan Waldman in that because he's different and everybody knows who he is, and he asks good questions, but he's also very trustworthy. All, all the people, all the athletes, all the managers and coaches have always opened up to him. He's always gotten good sound. He Basically, that was his job to get the sound. You wouldn't hear his question, but uh, they, Gil Santos would say, WBZ's Johnny Miller asked. Uh, you know, John Farrell, something or another, and you'd hear what he said, you know, that kind of thing. So it was really cool to meet him. I got to talk to him. He said he got there 50 years ago. He's only working with the Red Sox now, but before he had traveled with all four teams at various parts of the year. He did go down to spring training this year, so that was cool. But, uh, you know, he was he was talking about that, uh, and uh, it was good to talk to him. And he was <laughs> told me a story. Uh, remember, he's Johnny Miller, and, of course, we have the golfer Johnny Miller. We know about him. We also have John Miller, the baseball announcer, and, of course, he worked here for three years, the Red Sox from 83, 82. And uh, one night, uh, Johnny Miller, uh, the guy I was talking to, was served John Miller's divorce papers at Fenway Park. So that was kind of- <laughs> and, and John Miller, the golfer? 
Stauffer is now a broadcaster for NBC, right. John Miller. Yeah, yep. John, Johnny Miller. I think yeah. he calls himself Johnny, too. Yep. So then the other COVID things that I found out about this week, and we'll talk about and Sean has one that he'll talk about, the Dodgers are having a, uh, a section for people, and it started last weekend, where if you're fully vaccinated, uh, you can go to the section and you don't have to social distance. So I don't know if that changes their percentages of, it just means people can big, big, bring bigger groups. I don't know if they're allowing the, the, uh, So far, they're only allowed to have 15,000 people in the ballpark, Chris, so okay. I don't know what the percentage is, because Roger Stadium holds 56,000. Oh, so. that'd be about, about 25%. Okay. So, um, but anyway, so they are allowed to not social distance, so I guess you could go in with a group. If everybody has to prove their vaccination, and anybody 16 and under, of course, they haven't been able to be vaccinated yet, have to uh, have a, a negative COVID test three days before. Now, if it's a four-game series, I don't know if you have to go back again and get another test. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, now, uh, they also, during in this section, they also have to wear a mask during the game. So Yeah, okay. Yeah. So then in New York, uh, they're going in indoor and outdoor sports events from 20% up to 33%. I heard that yesterday. And then May 15th here, uh, we're going, or May 10th, I'm sorry, we're going from 12% up to 25%. So that'll uh, boost the Celtics and Bruins a little bit just before the playoff. Make now, I don't know what the Giants, what their percentage was, but as of yesterday, they're allowed to have 33% in Oracle Park. So, okay, that's good. So, yeah. you know, as people, I, I, they said in the country in general, I guess 37% of the people who, uh, adults eligible have been vaccinated. So then we heard the announcement by the you know CDC and uh, President Biden today about uh, not having to wear a mask if you're fully vaccinated outdoors. So we're, things are heading in the right direction. And there was an actual good old-fashioned full arena event the other night, Sean. Yes. Uh, well, in Jacksonville, UFC 261, uh, for the pay-per-view, they had the first 100% uh, event uh, have 15,000 people, 100% indoor event, and so far have not heard anything about any incidents, but it's only been three days, and if it goes well, their next their next big event supposedly is in Vegas in May. Uh, I don't know if Vegas will allow them to have it, but, you know, they're hoping it's, they did, you know, and UFC, remember, has been kind of one of the test markets because they were the first ones kind of come back with stuff when they bought that island out there, Abu Dhabi, and they had the fights out there. And But they had 100%, 15,100 people. They had three championship events. So, yeah. Cool. Okay, so that's uh, what kind of... To- we be- we better fight. let Rick talk because Jerry's already got yeah. his hand up. All right. Okay. Jerry will be one to tell us about the race. So, actually, maybe we can finish the panel and then have Jerry come on. And we'll okay, yeah. Race. We'll, okay. Go, we'll, go, we'll do the panel first. So, hold on, Jerry. Go ahead, Rick. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> my parents just decided to stop ringing his bell. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, he as well as I, I guess I'm very looking forward to the NFL draft. We're 50 hours out now, um, so I'm, I, I kind of do kind of miss the old days when they uh, when they be in New York and we get the reaction from the Jets and Giants fans. That's right. But uh, are we are we having any fans at the draft? I'm not sure. Uh, yes, uh, they they have to show proof of vaccination. Yeah. Uh, the the draft will be held at three different sites in Cleveland. It'll be held at the Brown Stadium. It'll be held at Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I forget where the third place is. Well, at least Roger Goodell can get booed again this year. Yeah. 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 Maybe and we'll get some dog bones in fully, Cleveland. Yeah. He's, fully, yeah, he's fully vaccinated, so he can yeah. have people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so that's that's what I'm looking forward to. And, and in the spirit of the season, I want to give the, the, best, the award for the best Cubs fan living, living in Iowa to Perry. Let's go, Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, some, day, some days it's tougher than heck to be a Cubs fan. Um, But the I-Cubs here, they start next Tuesday. I I think we get 25%. So that'll be good. 
And uh, it was announced today, by the way, for those who want to know, TuneIn will not carry the minor league baseball team, so you have to know your your team's station that carries them. Like here, it is Hope 940, so that's how you would listen to the iCubs. Uh, Marquee Sports is going to televise 14 iCubs games, and when they do, uh, you will get to hear our iCub radio announcers on Marquee. So, so will that be a simulcast that they'll do, yes. or what? Yes, it will be. Uh-huh. So. Okay. So that's my couple of things. Uh, Bill, how about you? Well, my couple of things. A, I'm looking forward to the draft. As we, as we all are, of course. Right. I've yeah. been hooking up my new Sonos Rome speaker today. A few technical issues, but we'll get that resolved so I can listen to the draft on that. And my Cincinnati Reds, I don't know which will get first, the technical difficulties or the Reds actually winning two games in a row. So, well, early, but they, they won late, last night, though. They play late tonight, Bill, so they, I think you'll get your technical issues fixed first. Uh, probably so. But other than that, that's what I've got to say, and I'm sticking to it. Robert, okay. is it you? Uh, yeah, well, today I got my first vaccination, so... Um, so far, so good. And in NASCAR, Brad Keselowski won uh, the Talladega 500. In the, it's the sixth time he's won that race. Wow. And I, I forget where they're going to be next week. Um, I uh, got my brand-new smart TVs hooked up, so now I'm checking out all the various streaming services to see which ones I'm going to pay for and stuff like that. So, um and I, I will. I now, will. Are you be doing getting, smart TV in addition to DirecTV, or are you dropping that, DirecTV? No, no. I, I no. I'm doing both. Uh, I'll probably end up cutting back on my DirecTV once I learn how to use everything on the smart TV. So, um, so yeah. Um, because there's a couple apps that uh, will allow me to watch more boxing, so I can actually give uh, concise reports on that. You know, since a lot of the boxing has been moved to two different apps, uh, ESPN Plus and uh, the DAZN app. So uh, once I learn how to use everything and and stuff like that, I'll I'll be good to go. Uh, let's DAZN see. DAZN like I, a bear, uh, Robert, you know, the bear, DAZN. Yeah, exactly. That's the one. Yeah. You can get on BR Live. Yeah. That's right. So well I gotta make I gotta make sure who's free and how much everybody BR Live's free. Yeah. BR Live is free. Yeah, okay. Anyway, go ahead, Sean. I believe you're next. Well, okay, speaking of on your thing, that suggestion with Smart TV, you could actually drop the dish part. AT and T T V the channels are the same as Direct TV and if you don't have the equipment or whatever, is it you download the app. Because it's it's a, they're in the same spot. It's basically Directv's app called ATTTV. Yeah, I've heard about that. Go, yeah, you can go to them. But anyway, couple yeah. couple things here. First of all, we have a guy who used to call my wrestling hotline, and I meant to give him a shout out. Uh, Schomburg Stew. He's a longtime Cub fan. He's in his eighties, and interesting story. His father had a heartbreak in his life, it. isn't there? Hey, well, yeah, yeah. No, his father. His father died in 2017 or somewhere just after the Cubs won the championship and he was like 102, 103, somewhere. Wow. He was early 100, so he was born just after the 1908, but he made it to see that championship his father did. And so, you know, Stu, Stu didn't have a lot to say. He's just been listening. You know, he left me some other wrestling comments, but he said, I've been listening to y'all's show and I'm a Cub fan and I'm, you right. know, and okay. he, 
know him and him and I know uh, like I said he he listens so just shout out to him. Also, that soccer story died by Wednesday. They all decided that the fans, the European soccer fans, you think baseball fans are traditionalists? Oh my God, the, those soccer fans they they were mad at the bloody oh, yeah. Americans. Well, the yeah, they're there. actually t- they're actually talking about legal action in the UK against all these. Oh, oh yeah, they're mad at Cronky. Why would they worry they, about it? You know that might. They, yeah, they're, well, there's because they're they're all blaming Stan Cronky who owns. They're blaming. Yeah. He's the main one they're blaming, but it was some Russians and others involved too. And oh, Saudi so now, now he's got now he's got others oh, mad at him, think. other than just the city of St. Louis. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, St. That Louis. Yeah, I knew he was mad. People had been mad at him before. Those that was the St. Louis fan. Okay, I knew the. Yeah, he's got St. Louis and Manchester both mad at him. Oh yeah, and and, and well, all of England basically for I think he's the main. But anyway, uh, you. If you want to contact us anytime throughout the week, uh, of course, leave us a message, 773-572-7715, kind of like Schomburg Stu did, or send us an email at sportslounge at allthingsradio.net, or you can dial in, uh, if you're listening live, download the Zoom app, and go to 646-876-9923 if you want to come in on the phone, and then enter code 287-723. 4,600, hit the town key twice, start on, raise your hand, and that gets you in to talk about anything we have, including our poll question, which we have two pretty big events going on this weekend. We have the NFL Draft and the Kentucky Derby, so be thinking about your favorite sporting event day. It can be like a, it can be an opening day, it can be a championship, it can be like a draft or a one-time event or a specific tournament or uh, something that it's your that you just you know your favorite and you can have more than one that you just can't miss you know must must watch must listen to must must check it I can't miss this I think I know what some of yours is going to be but you know uh, but yeah you know, you, you got to be there for this particular event so think about that and I guess. Shall we go to our uh, Kentucky Baseball. Derby expert there? Jerry, Jerry, Jerry why Jerry, don't you I'm unmute I'm yourself? Yeah. All right. Oh, well, did he go to sleep? He might. Jerry? Well, he's okay. there, but apparently. Okay. Well, there. Okay. We're having trouble getting him into the there starting gate. There he is. Gate. There he is. Go ahead. Did you have okay. trouble getting out of the starting gate, Jerry? Getting out of the starting gate. The favorite, the only one I heard so far, well, there's two of them, and I don't know, a two-to-one favorite. Now, the odds could change. Now, of course, we'll have the field at the end of the week, courtesy of Will, and we'll put that on our phone group. Uh, We've got Essential Quality as the favorite right now, and uh, uh, Rock Your World is another one, and that's That's all I know so far. How many, and how today many that just Jerry? drew for the post today that just drew for the post position. Correct. It wasn't the whole. They didn't announce who was in what order. Just for the post today. If I'm when I didn't, correct. I didn't watch it. I didn't know when it was on. I had well, to yeah, I think today is just post position, and then the rest of the field they announce it tomorrow. How many horses are supposed to run this year, Jerry? Do you know? I don't know. I imagine usual twenty, but I'm just guessing. Yeah. Okay. I think it is twenty. I believe it is twenty. And what do they think? Uh, do they have any idea yet about the weather in Louisville for Saturday? No, but I'll certainly check it from Google later. <laughs> uh, weather, weather, weather probably is going to be pretty decent because it usually it moves east, and the, the weather in the central part is pretty nice. Yeah, so I, yeah. I'll check. I'll check that uh, during our break, and then I'll have to say about Saturday in Louisville. Yeah. So, okay. okay, sorry, cool, I don't Jerry. know anymore so far, but that's what I know. Oh, hey, all right, that's more than what we do. And next week, uh, you can come in and give your report about you know we'll we'll recap it, and you come in and be part of that. Right. Yeah. 
There you okay. go. Baseball right. time. Baseball. Been very, very good to us. Okay. <laughs> Here we have the uh, standings for uh, this week. And, you know, there's some interesting teams. This is surprising teams. And if you looked at the beginning of our predictions, how silly they are so far. <laughs> and uh, what are we, almost, uh, what, three weeks almost in Almost a month in. Almost a month, yeah. yeah. Almost a month, yeah. Okay. American League East, the Red Sox are 14-9. and nine. Tampa Bay, 11 and 12. Now, this is, I'm going to tell you, some nights when your teams don't play is a good night. I I just got to stop and say, the Rays lost. The Yankees lost. In basketball, the Hawks lost. The Knicks lost. The the Heat lost. I mean, it was was a great night. And and the Yankees lost, Chris, to the Orioles? Yes. Yeah, the Rays and Yankees in baseball and the Hawks, Knicks, and and Miami in basketball. It was a great night, really. Okay, Tampa Bay, 11 and 12. Toronto, 10 and 11. Baltimore at ten and twelve, and the dreaded Yankees are nine and thirteen, and they're still not hitting. In nope. the American League Central, we have Kansas City. Basically, if you took Kansas City and Minnesota and flip flopped them, you'd have it the way you'd expect it to look. That's correct. But instead, you've got Kansas City at fourteen and seven, Chicago twelve and nine, Cleveland ten and eleven, Minnesota seven and fourteen, and the Tigers at uh, seven and fifteen. In the West, we have the uh, Robert Oakland A's at fifteen and eight. Robert, how are the A's doing this at this point? Yeah. Well, you know what? They they opened the season 0 and 6. Um they lost um they won one game and then um they went on a 13 game winning streak shortly after that and and uh now they're 15 and 8 and they're uh, they're tied record-wise with the Dodgers and the Giants. So yeah, um, but what I'm saying is, is it pitching? Is it hitting? Is it a combination? It's of a combination of both. And, and uh, for the people that run the Oakland A's, you're complete idiots if you don't pick up Bob Melvin's option and give him a contract extension because I can guarantee you if he's ever unemployed, he won't be unemployed very long. Oh, no, that's for sure. Because somebody will fire their manager on purpose just to get him in there. So <laughs> Okay, so we have uh, Oakland at 15 and 8, Seattle at 13 and 10. They're doing uh, better than expected. They are. Yes. <laughs> Rick's Angels are 11 and 10. And then Bill and Rick's Angels. Bill and Rick's Angels. And uh, <laughs> Albert Pujols is on somewhat of a hot streak, which is unusual. Yeah, we're actually going to talk about him a little bit later. Yeah. Houston at 11 and 11, and Texas at 9 and uh, 14. Uh-huh. <clears throat> National League East, and I know the Mets were complaining, I mean, about not playing enough games, or the fans were. But, hey, blame the, blame the Nationals. Don't blame anybody else. The Red Sox and Mets are just scheduled for a two-game series because that's their, you know, two-game, you know, the two-game thing that, that the Red Sox are doing the Braves and Mets. That's just right. that you're playing. So it's just two game series. That's all there is. Yep. Mets at nine and eight, leading the division. <laughs> Philadelphia eleven and eleven. Miami ten and twelve. <clears throat> Atlanta ten and twelve. And Washington eight and eleven. <clears throat> so certainly a close division. And that whole division is supposed to be close. National League Central. We have Milwaukee at thirteen and nine. <clears throat> the Cardinals are eleven and eleven. Pittsburgh has rallied to become eleven and eleven. Chicago ten and twelve. And Cincinnati ten and twelve. So Reds were up there, and now they're not. Wow. But we just got some Cardinals news that their their fans are not going to like. What is that? Uh, I'll go ahead and finish the standings, and I'll give it. Oh, to all you. right, okay. In the West, we have the Dodgers at fifteen and eight, San Francisco fifteen and eight, San Diego thirteen and eleven. Of course, we just had those great Dodger Padre games for seventh grand games the last weekend. Arizona is eleven and eleven, and Colorado is eight and fourteen. And we have tonight's schedule for you: uh, six ten, just underway, Minnesota at Cleveland. 
at 635, about to get underway, Kansas City at Pittsburgh. 705, the Yankees are at Baltimore. 707, Washington at Toronto. It's very important to have those games start at 707, especially for the flocks of people in Dunedin. That, uh, and when they raise those percentages in Dunedin, it's going to bring a lot of money for the Blue Jays. I'll well, you need that extra two minutes to get out of the gold plate special. Then. That's right. right. Uh, 710, we have Oakland at Tampa Bay. Also, the Red Sox at the Mets. 720. That's the ESPN game, by the way. Yeah. Okay. The Cubs are at Atlanta at 720. 740, Miami at Milwaukee. Uh, Philadelphia at St. Louis is at 745. We have at 805, the Angels at Texas. 810, Seattle at Houston. Uh, and Detroit at the White Sox. 940 is San Diego at Arizona. And 945, we have Colorado at San Francisco. And 1010, we have Cincinnati and the Dodgers. Uh, That's an MLB Boston. Network game, by the way. Yep. MLB yeah. Network. So, uh, have you got your Cardinals news there? Yes. The uh, catcher, Yadier Molina, has been placed on the injured list with right foot tenderness, is what they're calling it. So, they have Ooh. now recalled catcher Ali Sanchez from their alternate site. But likely what will happen is that Andrew Kisner, who is backing up Yadier Molina, he will likely get a majority of the playing time. Well, that's yeah. too bad. He just, uh, of course, passed. Uh, got, got his, uh, I, we had a, I forget what the specific milestone was. Well, he got 2,000 games, Chris. 2,000 games, yeah. yeah. Well, How about, uh, Chris, did you, did you hear last night, though, Adam Wainwright pitched a complete game Gave up two solo home runs to Reese Hoskins and lost. Yeah, yes. that's right. I did hear the end of that game. Yeah. Okay, so baseball. We've got a few notes here, uh, and we'll throw in. Uh, people are always throwing them in, things that I didn't know about. Now, this was an interesting one, and I got this from the Cubs game last uh, Tuesday night. We talked about uh, a couple weeks ago, I think it was, we talked about the order of the top ten stadiums and how old they are, with Fenway being the oldest and Wrigley Field number two. Well, not only that, but they started the same date. Uh, not the same day, but the same date. On April 20th, 1912, Fenway Park opened with the Red Sox beating the New York Highlanders, the, uh, you know, then became the Yankees. And on April 20th, 1916, Wiederman Park, which is what Wrigley Field became, uh, opened with, I don't know what the Cubs' result was that day, but that was, uh, you know, amazing that it was on April 20th for both parks. So that was kind of cool. So uh, anyway, but uh, they were talking about that on the Cubs uh, game. Uh, all right, let's see. What do we got? Um, uh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, and we, you already talked about the marquee situation for the Cubs and, uh, and the I-Cub. That's good. And the Nethan does that. I'm sure the, oh, and this is, I'll just get my little pet peeve ahead of time out of the way. Everybody here knows how to pronounce this word, but this name, but other people don't. Worcester. Worcester, you know, is the name of the town where the, uh, former Paw Sox are going to be with the new stadium. It's all built and ready to go once they're ready to start. Well, I think they're going to be called the Woo Sox. Yeah. That would be Wooster. No, it's the Wuss. It should be the Wuss Sox. But then that sounds like Wuss, doesn't it? Wussy, yeah. yeah. I don't know. But really, to be technical, you know, it should be, uh, you know, it should be Wuss Sox, like Wooster. But, uh, you know, it probably won't be. Now, well, except for it's, it's the Bo Sox. It's not the Boss Sox. Well, oh, that's true, but it's yeah. going to be the Wu. It's going to be the Wu Sox, like Wu yeah. Ginsburg. I'm afraid. I don't yeah. know what you're going to get. Okay, and W O is more Wu than Wu, but uh, you know how it is. Okay, now we had our first. We knew this was coming, and it brought up a whole bunch of controversy <laughs> all week. Madison Bumgarner yeah. pitched a seven inning. Well, he didn't allow any hits, but he didn't pitch a no-hitter. Because no. you can't pitch a no-hitter if it's a seven-inning game. They just need to change it again. Like the four-inning, five-inning thing that I talked about last week, they need to do two more things. They need to say the length of the game, a no-hitter for the length, the scheduled length of the game. That's what a no-hitter should be. And so now if we're going to have seven and nine-inning games, that means you can't, at like, what, 
10%, 5%. You can't possibly have no hitters this year. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and, not, and not only that, he, he doesn't get credit for no hitter, but he gets credit for a complete game. And That's a shutout. Yeah. yeah. Well, shutout's fine, but yeah. a complete game. Yeah, he gets a complete game. Yeah. But he doesn't get, but then he, if he had only pitched uh, four innings, he wouldn't have gotten the win. And then the other thing that needs to change is, while we're at it, if we're going to really make these the length of these games, these particular games, if it's raining or whatever, a, a, a game should be three and a half or four innings when it's official, too. Yeah. yeah. Half the game. Yeah. You know, it's a different length game. As a matter of fact, we actually have this in high school football. I know Rick's aware of this here. I don't know if they do it in other places. We have, on Thanksgiving, they play 12-minute quarters, but the rest of the year they play like 10-minute quarters just to give yeah. them the chance to play and stuff. Yeah. So you can vary the length of your games, but you it's still a game. You know, so come on. This is ridiculous. Yeah, they well, and so, and as a matter of fact, during that, no hit, during that doubleheader on Sunday, Chris, the Atlanta Braves in 14 innings only got one, one hit. hit. Yeah. <laughs> Zach. Okay. Okay. Zach Gallon pitched the one hitter, so I mean that's a yeah. good effort too. Yeah, that's right. And then we were talking. One of the things I brought up, and I had David USF look it up, the Harvey Haddock story from 1959 when he pitched against the Milwaukee uh, Braves, and he pitched 12 perfect innings. And it goes in the record book that he did pitch 12 innings because it used to be till 91 that you could pitch a no hitter by pitching nine innings. It would say you each pitched a no hitter, and then uh, if it got broken up in extra innings, it was still listed as a no hitter. But they took that away, so now you have to pick, pitch the duration of the game for a no hitter. Yep. Uh, and, and and that's an arguable change. I, I, that's all right. But Harvey Haddock pitched a 12-inning perfect game and then lost the game uh, on a – it turned out to be a one-run double because people passed each other on the bases and this and that. But anyway, the Braves beat the Pirates. But that was on May 26, 1959. So just to show you how uh, times have changed, you know, and uh, – Let's see. And then uh, I, I'm trying to see if I have this other thing. Uh, he gave us a whole uh, a bunch of people that oh. pitched. Uh, I don't have them all, but some of the interesting ones for National League no-hitters. No there were nine in the National League in extra innings that went to extra innings as a no-hitter and four in the American League. Uh, so, And then there were 22 shortened no-hitters back in the old days. Uh, and the American League was, uh, I think there were nine. I don't see the National League no number here. But anyway, I remember one of them, Rick, you'll remember the one Dean Chant pitched against the Red Sox that time. Yeah. Five and eight, yeah. no hitter, you know, and he got credit for a no hitter, and you know, you can argue that one. I mean, the, the rule in '91, I kind of understood that because it wasn't a full game, but this is a full game, so yeah. this is what I think yeah. we should do. Okay, and, the one thing we Robert brought this up, and uh, so did our friend Bo Jane on the uh, baseball group, Jacob Degrom. Is uh, is he uh, won a uh, game against the Nationals six to nothing the other night? He pitched a two hitter on uh, Friday, and he had, he had fifty batters have been struck out by him this year, and he struck out fifteen Friday, and he, so he struck out in four starts. He struck out fifty batters. Yep, and his ERA is zero point three one. Yep. So and, and the guess, Red Sox will have to deal with him tomorrow, tomorrow night. Chris. Yeah. that's right. Well, that's good. we'll we'll wait him out. That's <laughs> No, I don't know what we're doing. But uh, the thing is, I mean, you wonder, you, you know, I know we all kind of remember, at least uh, Rick and I do, and Robert, some of the crazes. I wonder if he'll become one of these crazes for pitchers. You know, we've had pitchers who've had dominated times like Pedro and uh, Clemens and Verlander and, you know, real Well, Ryan you know, but, Chris, I'm not, a, I'm not a Mets fan, but I feel sorry for him because there's so many times where he's pitched a dominant game and because of pitch counts, the manager will come out and remove him and right. then the bullpen will blow up because the Mets can't score. Uh, I don't know when he becomes a free agent, but if he ever decides to leave leave the Mets and go somewhere else, I can't blame him. 
Well, you and know, I, I don't what, know about being a fad because from what I hear, he's not a flashy guy at all. In fact, I don't think he's even on social media. No, he's a very quiet yeah. so guy. It's not, yeah, it's not like a Pedro or something, you know? Yeah, well, that's the thing. And, uh, you know, but I was thinking of the three crazes before pitchers Vita Blue in 1971, Mark Fitzgerald in 1966, yeah. and Fernando in 
Uh, oh, Rocky, yeah. Rocky, who got rid of uh, Nolan Arenado, which uh-huh. uh, did not go over well, uh, was let go. So yep. uh, they will be looking for a new GM. And I think most people think that probably anybody who can on that team is probably going to want to be out of there. Yeah, and uh, watch Trevor Story. He's going to be one of the first guys traded because at the end of the year he walks away, and I'm sure oh, Colorado yeah. would like to get something for him. Yeah. So I have the list of the AAA teams and their affiliates because, of course, a lot of teams moved and changed, and uh, you know, upgrade, some cities upgraded to AAA and so forth. So we have uh, we have the Albuquerque Isotopes. That's one of my favorite names, anyway. <laughs> That's the Colorado uh, Rockies. Buffalo Bison is Toronto. We have the Charlotte Knights is the White Sox. Columbus uh, Clippers is Cleveland. Durham Bulls is Tampa Bay. Uh, El Paso Chihuahuas is San Diego. Uh, the Gwinnett uh, Stripers is Atlanta Braves. Of course, that's an uh, Atlanta suburb. Indianapolis Indians is not the Indians. It's the Pirates. <laughs> so, uh, okay, the Iowa Cubs, the I-Cubs, of course. They're like the Wolf Sox, as I'm calling them at least. Uh, yeah. You know, the I-Cubs are the same thing. So we know they're a Cubs affiliate. And then if if the if Worcester or Iowa ever changes, then we're going to have to come up with a whole other <laughs> Then we're in trouble. Yeah. Okay, Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Are the Miami Marlins team now? Now, according yeah. to our according to our producer in the five one five, that is the best team name in AAA. Okay. Oh, the Icubs. Yeah. Oh, no, no, the, 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 no, the Jumbo, Jumbo Shrimp. Shrimp. The Jumbo there Shrimp. Yes, I kind of like the Isotopes. I, I yeah. just, it reminds me of the uh, villain on Tom Terrific was Isotope Beanie. It, it's yeah. about like the old. Uh, it's about like, there used to be the minor league hockey team in Macon, Georgia. There was a Macon Whoopie. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yes. That is good. I don't know yeah, if I'm not, still around, yeah. but they were. They were like in the Southern Hockey League or one of those leagues. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm okay. not sure, but I think in the, the Simpsons show, there's a minor league team mentioned quite a few times, and I think they're the Isotopes. They, they are. But they are. are. That is they are. With, with Monty Burns owning the, the yes. power plant. Yeah, you're correct. Yeah, that's right. Okay, cool. Uh, does he own the team, too, and doesn't play pay, pay his players, probably? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the Vegas Aviators, and they're yep. the Oakland team. That's correct. Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. Now, they're up there, too. You can't yeah. They are. They're up there. Iron Pigs. Yeah. They're, they're a Phillies farm team. The Louisville Bats, of course, because of the, uh, the Louisville Sluggers, Sluggers and that's yeah. the, the Reds team. Memphis Redbirds, of course, the same Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah, Red. Uh, Nashville Sound, that's not a bad name. No. Milwaukee. They've had that forever. That's the yeah. other for a while. The uh, Norfolk Tides, they used to be called the Tidewater Tides, and they're yep. Baltimore. Uh, and they're suing for non-support because who the heck are they going to get in their farm system from that team? <laughs> yeah, really. Oklahoma City Dodgers are the Dodgers team. Yep. Omaha Storm Chasers, that's a good one, too. Yeah. Kansas yeah. City. Okay. The Reno Aces, Arizona. Mm-hmm. We have the Rochester Red Wings for Washington. The Round Rock Express, it's the Rangers, Texas Rangers. Sacramento River, River Cats is San Francisco Giants. Yes. Salt Lake City Bees are the Angels. Uh-huh. Uh, Scranton, Wilkes-Barre, uh, uh, what are they? The uh, Rail Riders. That's Rail they Riders, are. And yes. They're the Yankees team. Yep. Uh, St. Paul Saints are the Twins team, of course. Right. Syracuse Mets. Of course, they used to be the Chiefs, but you can't be the Chiefs anymore. And that would be the Mets team. So right. Syracuse Mets. Uh, Tacoma Rain- Rainiers is the Seattle team. Right. Uh, Toledo Mudhens, and that's a traditional good old name. Yeah. Detroit Tigers. The Tigers, yep. And then Sugarland uh, Skeeters are Houston. And the Worcester Red Sox, officially Red Sox, but the Wolves are the Red Sox team. And, that's yep. and a couple of those teams, Sugarland and St. Paul, 
the St. Paul Saints were a, a Northern League team that got bought by Minnesota, and the Skeeters were an Atlantic League team that got bought and moved to AAA. So we don't have the New Orleans Baby Cakes this year. We lost no. them. And the, <laughs> nor do we have the, the Wichita. Antonio, nor do we have the Wichita Wind Chimes. Remember, we were going to have yeah, that they last were, year. <laughs> they they were in AAA for one year. And they never played a game, and now they've been bumped down to double. San Antonio, the San Antonio Missions were AAA. For, they took the Colorado Springs team, yep. and they moved them. And so they were one year, but they did. They would have been two years if they would have played last year. And then now they're back. They're they're gone. So, uh, yeah. so Harry, if you find out how those playoffs, because we were how many leagues are we going to have? Three leagues or two? Three leagues. Three. Yeah. And I will, I will probably learn a lot more, Chris, once the season starts yeah. next week. They'll explain how the playoffs will work and all right. that. So I'm sure we'll have a, an international, you know, yeah. World Series like we've uh, – what do they call that? I know. The, 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 the AAA World, World Series. Series. Yeah, AAA World Series. I'm sure we'll have one, but they'll just have to figure yeah. out how to do that. And they used to – they did it when they had three leagues before. I'm trying to remember. But, like, I know how the West is working. I know it's the three, the, the three Texas teams, Oklahoma, Albuquerque, and then the Salt Lake City, the Nevada teams, Sacramento, and Tacoma. But I don't know the other two leagues. And Las Vegas. Well, yeah, the, and, the Central, and the Central, of course, that's going to have teams like Iowa, St. Paul, Omaha, Indianapolis, Toledo, you know, all the set, probably Columbus, the, Omaha, Memphis. yeah, all the teams that are up and down but the, the middle The only one, I don't know if it's, I don't know if Jacksonville's over with them or if they're going to be in with Gwinnett. And, because they would, that would be, they would be in with and... Gwinnett because I think in the East, there is a Northeast and a Southeast. Okay, okay so, because I know because so that would be eleven teams. teams. That's what I was trying to count. Gonna, is the East going to be a league and have two divisions? Is, is that how they're going to do it? Do you think? Uh, each each yeah, league will have like... two divisions. Yes, all three will have two divisions. Okay. So it'd be Worcester, Rochester, Syracuse, uh, and maybe Buffalo. The Ohio teams. Buffalo, Buffalo, and Buffalo, and maybe and one of the Pennsylvania teams. Well, and they, but see, that's the thing. There's two Pennsylvania teams. So yeah, one of the Pennsylvania teams, Ohio teams would go. Really, the only the ones only ones in the South are Atlanta, uh, Jacksonville, I think. Right, and Charlotte, Durham. Charlotte, and Charlotte, Norfolk, Durham, Charlotte, Durham, Charlotte, okay. Norfolk. All right. Well, we have one of the Pennsylvania. We will, we will learn. Out. We'll learn. Yeah, we'll learn more on this, yeah, guys. We have. I don't know how it would work for the Midwest, but Perry, you may have the Ohio teams in the Midwest portion. Well, yeah, yeah I believe they do. One of the Pennsylvania teams would have to go to the Midwest. One of probably, I think. But we are way, 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 way oh. late, so we better get Let's that break, break in, and uh, we'll come back and talk about the NFL draft. Okay. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with money ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2 men 2 xorg to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, 
Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ed Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. And we are back, so we okay, move now to uh, the NFL draft. Chris, before we get to the NFL, can I bring up one baseball thing? Yep. Sure. Yeah, sure. Um, I got something I baseball's doing that's making me mad. It seems like it have, something happens every week. Um, one of the stats they're sending out is this come-from-behind wins, and Dave O'Brien's been talking about it a lot. Do you know that, that they considered Sunday's game, Sunday's Red Sox game, a come-from-behind win because they gave up a run in the top of the first inning, scored oh, yeah. four in the bottom of the first, and never trailed again? Yo, That's, like the comeback that the Bears made on the Patriots that time. That yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, really. And, so. and I think Dave O'Brien's saying the Red Sox now have 12 come-from-behind win. Well, you know, the only way you don't have a come-from-behind win, I guess, is if you lead the whole game. That's right. It's stupid. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. That, that is dumb. I mean, they've had some good comeback late innings, yeah. too. They, they, yeah, but you know, if you're behind, they but like Sunday's a, game was like ridiculous. On well, there, there's yeah. a lot of things that irritate me about baseball, like um, <laughs> with this whole instant replay business. What's the point of oh. using it when the player is clearly safe and the umpires will call him out anyway? Yeah. They'll go to they'll go to replay and it won't change the call. Yeah. It's like, by, yeah. by the way, Rob Manfred said today he is hopeful that they will be able to avoid a work stoppage uh, next year i have a feeling there Good will luck. be one there will be because yes. these sides can't get together on anything there, no, there, there's to going to be the one as much as i can and the louder the crowd get the bigger they get as we go through the year the happier i am yeah. it makes it sound like real baseball again and you know <laughs> it, it, that's a thing but you know the yeah the, the replay i think they're covering for their 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 buddies you know because they're current up they're not old fat old umpires like in the nfl don't they have people that are retired doing it and these yes. are people that yeah. rotate yeah. off the, the crews yeah. to go to new york and do the replay so they're covering for their buddy yeah yeah, yeah so that and they won't then the umpires because some of them don't want to do it they won't announce what the what the call is no yeah. or even give it directly walk to the p like they used to do in hockey walk to the pa guy tell them what the call is so the pa guy can announce what the call well is. i you know i love it in both the nba and nhl now when they go yeah. to uh replay yeah uh, especially in the nba they'll go to the booth and they'll they'll look at it and the referee will walk over directly to the mic and actually tell us what you know what the call was and how it's going to be changed if it's going to be changed and Some stuff of the like that. Some don't want to do it. Yeah, they're not doing it. You know? It was great in the, one of the Bruins Buffalo games last week. In the end of the game, the Bruins ahead by one goal, and so uh, Buffalo pulled their goalie. Um, so it was like six on three, and then Buffalo got a penalty for too many men on the ice. And the referee comes over and says, too many penalty, Buffalo, too many men on the ice. There were seven guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Well, you know, that, that reminds me, if you're know, talking about it, and I know we're going to get to the NBA, but Doc Rivers is about three and 40 in challenges. He is terrible at challenges. He can't oh, and Steve, Steve Kerr is almost undefeated in challenges. I meant Brad Stevens. I meant Brad. Right, yeah. Uh, 
Anyway, because before we go on to football, we need to get Louisville out of the way. For Saturday, it's going to be a high of 73 and a low of 55. So okay. sunny weather, so it's going okay. to be fine. So the only weather. NFL note I have here, and then after this is all speculation, the, the trade that the Ravens and Chiefs made, yeah. I guess, the, uh, traded uh, Orlando Brown, the guy who threw the flag and hit the referee, I remember that, uh, in a uh, two this year and a six next year to Kansas City for a one this year, a six this year, a four this year. Uh, Wait a minute, I got, I got a one this year, a three and a four this year, and a oh, five this year. Yeah. Three and, and a four, yeah. Yeah. and then a fifth in 2022. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that was, was there any real discussion of that trade? What was the thought behind that? Well, well uh, they, the, the, the Ravens have Stanley coming back from his injury, and he's, and their, got, yeah. he's their regular left tackle, and I guess Brown did not want to play, did not want to move over to right tackle. No. Right. And, and, uh, and the Chiefs, they're, they're boosting, they're boosting up the Chiefs star because you know they got Duvernay, what's his name, coming back also. Yeah, so. and Toomey. So you, so you know that that weakness in the Super Bowl. All of a sudden, they've really strengthened it up. Yeah, yeah. I wonder yeah. if the good, I wonder if the good doctor is going to come back and play. Yeah, he is. I that's think what he is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. now there is a good Andrea Kramer had an HBO Inside uh, Real Sports. Uh, documentary on him and that. Oh, that story. was. Yeah, I watched that. That was and very. She did good. a follow up on the NFL Network. She did another one on the NFL Network right before the Super Bowl, kind of you know later on in the year how he was going. But yeah, he is coming back this year. Okay. The Canadian doctor is the yeah. chief announcer called. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, a couple of things. Uh, the yeah. schedule is going to be released on May fifth. Okay. I mean May twelfth. I'm sorry. May twelfth. Yeah. yeah May twelfth. Um, it was it was announced that Justin Fields is suffering from epilepsy, but they say it's well under control. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, um, I I don't know if you can be an NFL quarterback and play with I, that, Rick. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm sure that's not helping you. It's a mild draft. case, and there yeah. is a mild case, and you can, and from experience, you can't, uh, you can outgrow those. You can't outgrow seizures. Yeah. So that's yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I wonder if that's you gonna, develop them later as an adult. You do, you can outgrow them. Just I, I wonder if that's going to make him drop in the draft. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I know it. Um, uh, just uh, Jordan Reed, tight end, retired, played with the 49ers and the Redskins. Uh, yeah, too yeah. many concussions. Yeah, good player, yeah. but he could never stay on the field. Right. Um, and then Seven they, years. you know, the league meetings, they tried to get some rule changes in. Um, nothing major. They 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 um, changed the numbers that certain positions can play on the field, you know, yeah. uniform yeah. numbers. Um uh, two two preseason games. Um, no no overtime in preseason. That's a shame. No. <laughs> yeah, no overtime. Yeah, no overtime preseason. No. They're going to yeah, um, no. they're going to put an emphasis this year supposedly on taunting. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and they um they they changed the rule where the the play that happens like every ten twenty years where a quarterback throws a pass, gets batted back, he catches it himself, and he throws another pass. Yeah. That's an, that's an illegal an illegal forward pass, and and um. You know, so you you know you can take the penalty or or you don't have to take whatever you refuse it. But right. now some people are saying like I, I don't remember there was some play last year supposedly where Tom Brady did that and then he completed the pass, but it was only for eight yards and and they didn't want to give him another down so they they refused the penalty. Well now where the um now the penalty carries a loss of down also. Okay. Oh. All right. Now, a little bit on that number situation. What it is now, uh, running backs, uh, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, linebackers, defensive backs can have single digits up to 49 if yeah. they want to. So if they want to keep their number they had in college, they can't. Now, here's the thing for this year and this year only. If you want to change your number and you're staying with your same team, you have to buy out 
the merchandise yeah. uh, with your old number on it. You have to buy it out. Yep. So. And the thing where they really where they really dropped the ball, I think, was that trying to change the onside kick yeah. rule. Yeah. And they yeah. I mean, and they, there was some good. We talked about that. Uh, spot and choose rule, which we, I think we kind of liked, and yeah. and if not that, they had the rule, you know, the proposal where you went had like a fourth and fifteen. Yeah, yep. none of that. They they didn't adopt any of that. All they did was change it so that the receiving team can only have nine players in the twenty-five yard receiving block instead of eleven. So, so make it harder to recover it when it never gets recovered anyway. That, that's right. Well, no, it doesn't make it harder. I mean, the, the defending team only has nine plays instead of eleven that they can. Oh, okay. right. But yeah, but okay. it's still. I mean, last year, last year. Out of 67 onside kicks, there were three recovered by the offense. Yeah. Yep, that was about it. Yeah. And that's worse than it used to be. I, I think 10%. Oh, it's much worse, yeah. yeah. And the, the league um, average before they changed the rule, I think it was about 19%. Yeah. Oh, a couple of free agent things. Arden Key and Mo Hurst, both formerly of the Raiders, they were released and immediately picked up and signed by the 49ers. They're both yeah. defensive ends. Okay. So, um, any big rumors for the draft? I think before the show, you guys were talking about a couple of things, right? Well, well the rumor, yeah, everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one rumor, I'm hearing that Denver and Carolina would like to trade up and to get in the top because they'd like to get some quarter. They'd like to get some quarterbacks. And the rumor is, you could see one through five all as quarterbacks. Either either uh, Matt Ryan, either Atlanta takes somebody, you know, kind of say, you know what, Matt Ryan may not work out. We got a couple of years. Or you can see, like, Cincinnati, we got Joe Burrow, so let's trade down, and we can still get some of these players, maybe to Carolina or Denver. The other rumor is, like, I think we mentioned this last week, about Miami possibly trading down because they figured they can get some of the same people. Yep. And you're hearing that, of course, the first three are going to be quarterbacks. And the last time that happened, I remember, in 1999, it was Tim Couch, Donovan McNabb, and who was number three? Uh so I heard, and yeah. McNabb was the only one that anything because yeah, yeah. I don't remember Tim, Tim Couch. Yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> oh Keely. What's it? Um... Uh, Keely Smith. No, Keely yeah, Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now there was some rumor I heard yesterday, and I didn't hear all the details. I think the Patriots are in on it. They're in on all the rumors, of course. Uh, something about Julio Jones being traded. Uh yeah. Atlanta has told teams that he's available for trade. But um, like I was talking about before the show, uh, the same deal with Matt Ryan. If he's traded, uh, they're going to have a uh, major salary cap hit unless they wait until after June 1st. So Yeah, yeah. Lander is a pivotal pick, pivotal pick, I think. Everything could change with them, whether they take a quarterback or not. Right. I don't really see Carolina coming up. They've got Donald and Bridgewater right now. Yeah. Well, um, I don't if know. Someone, yeah. If something yeah. falls to them, I think maybe. But I don't think they're going to move up to get one. No. I think they want to get rid of Teddy, uh, Rick. Yeah. Somebody, yesterday I heard a rumor, too. Somebody asked uh, that uh, Kyle Shanahan about, Oh, Jimmy yeah. G, and he said, "Well, I can't guarantee you when he was going to be alive." So, yeah, they <laughs> yeah. said, "Yeah, they said, can you can you guarantee he's going to be a starting quarterback this year?" And they said, "I can't guarantee anybody's going to be and, alive on Sunday." And, Shan- right. and the rumor is Shanahan wants Mac Jones. He yeah. wants Mac Jones. And yeah, um, I don't know. I'm th- yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm, since I'm out here in California, there's split opinions. Uh, Jones and uh, the GM uh, John Lynch they want Mac Jones, but the scouting department for the 49ers they want Trey Lance. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know what's going to happen there. From what I hear, they say Shanahan usually gets his way. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess yeah. um, they did a mock draft on the NFL Network, and Steve Mariucci 
drafted Justin Fields, and apparently now he's really falling in the draft after that. Yeah. 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 Well, it came out about his seizure thing, and I, yeah. like I said, I don't think that was as much about it. I think I don't. I mean, that had some, but I think there was others. There's just been other stuff. Justin Fields didn't have a good pro day. Uh, no, he didn't. Well, really and have. he had two, and he had two pro days, Sean, and neither one of them were very good. And of course, no, no, neither one were very. The uh, the history of Ohio State quarterbacks in the NFL is not a good one. So. No, not at all. Yeah, there's rumors that the Giants may be trading back, but only because they only have six picks. But I guess Gettleman has never traded back in his career. So. No, but uh, this might be the first. We'll wait yeah. and see. Okay, so um, so we'll see. And, of course, next week we'll try to have at least the top ten pick for you and talk about anything else that comes up. We'll try to write them down and yep. get them and uh, bring, them out, bring them to you next uh, Tuesday because the draft will be over. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Sean, why don't you do the one little college note, and then we'll go to the NBA basketball. Uh, well, uh, Kim Mulkey has left Baylor to take the women's coaching job at LSU. Of course, Kim Mulkey, uh, national champ, built that Baylor women's program. She's going back to her home state. She she was the uh, first person to win a championship in women's basketball as a player, an assistant coach, and a head coach. You know, because she was those Louisiana Tech teams back in the day; those were pretty good. But she's going to LSU. Uh, don't know the details on. You know, on the contract, but you know, there's already out there on YouTube. There's already audio of a meeting with her and Ed O. And I guess they had a little. She's like, "Hey, Ed O." And he's like, "How you doing, ma'am?" And she's like, "Don't, ma'am. Me, you're older than me. Quit, ma'am, and me." Or something. <laughs> yeah. so, you know, let me tell you. You might want to listen to the 104.5 ESPN out of Baton Rouge or whatever the other sports talk station. They, with these, you got Ed O. You got Kim Mulkey, and then remember the guy that's still in tr- investigating, being Will Wade, still there. So. Baton Rouge Sports Talk Radio could get rather interesting. And then, you have, and then you have Paul Maneri in baseball who is just, you know, he just he just keeps on keeping on. Yep. That's yep, the thing. That, that, gives us, that gives Pierre something to call in. Did you see what Ed O did today? <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, <laughs> another, another, college, another college story, though, uh, the Drake job has also been filled. Allison Pullman, who was an assistant on the Drake staff, is now going to be the head coach at Drake. So we'll see how that works out. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the NBA. I mean, we actually had no notes on the NBA, so I'm just going to give you the standings and the schedule, and uh, we'll move on. But, I mean, we're getting down to, the, hey, we've got three weeks basically to go in the season, and it's getting interesting here. Yeah. <clears throat> and there's a real battle for the uh, – <laughs> at the beginning at the, at the top here, it's been Philadelphia right along. But right now Brooklyn is number one in the East at 41-20, and 20, and the Sixers, though, are 40-21 and 21 right behind them. Milwaukee, 37-23. and 23. We have the Knicks. Now, you got to give the Knicks credit because they have really come along with, uh, oh, uh, what's his name? The guy with Randolph. Uh, well, uh, well, no, the coach. Thibodeau. He's really got to play in, and they, they just had a big, long winning streak that just ended, I think, an eight game winning streak. Uh, it, was ten, it was nine, Chris. Nine, I nine. think, yeah. Nine. The Celtics had a six game gamer. I mean, that's how you make progress in these things. They've lost a couple in a row after that, but the Knicks lost last night. But still, the Knicks are fourth at 34 and 28. Atlanta, 34 and 28. They're the Celtics are six, the thirty-two and twenty-nine. Then we have get into playoff. Those are the seeded teams. Miami's the top play-in team at thirty-two and thirty with number seven. Charlotte is number eight at thirty and thirty. Indiana twenty-nine and thirty-one, and Washington now is twenty-seven and thirty-four. Remember, Washington really started horribly and got hot in January into February, kind of slowed down again, but picked, picked it up now. I think they had a long winning. They, streak. they just broke their eight-game winning streak. Yeah, right? they did. Yep. So right now, the, the play-in uh, games would be Miami would host Charlotte and. Indiana would host Washington, but right behind the Wizards 
the 27, the Wizards 27 and 24, we have the Bulls at 26 and 35, and uh, Toronto at 26 and 35. So nothing settled about that 10th spot at all. No. Cleveland 21 and 4. These teams are out of it. Cleveland 21 and 40, Detroit 19 and 43, and Orlando, the fire sale team, 18 and 43. In the West, we have a real battle for first, and I didn't realize how close this was getting. Utah at uh, 44 and 17, Phoenix 43 and 18, so just a game behind them. The Clippers 43 and 20, so they're two out. And Denver is 40 and 21, so like two and a half out, I think, or three out. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, Denver's a little further. Let's see. Four out, I think. Yeah. Four out, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so there, that's a battle. Lakers, of course, are pretty much locking in fifth, I think, at 36 and 25. Dallas has moved up to sixth now at 33 and 27, although, you know, Lakers could maybe get caught. Uh, so those are the seeded teams. Portland is seventh with 32 and 28, Memphis 31 and 29, San Antonio 31 and 29, and Golden State 31 and 30. And those are going to be those those top ten are going to be in the playoffs. I'll show you in a minute. But right now we had we would have Portland and Memphis, Portland seven, Memphis eight in that game, and we would have San Antonio nine and Golden State ten in that game because now you drop down to New Orleans. And, uh, remember the Warriors were 31 and 30, New Orleans 27 and 34, and you know we've got about what. Uh, 15 games to go. That's a pretty big deficit, yeah. you know, uh, that this much time. So these teams are basically out of it. New Orleans, 27 and 34. Sacramento, <laughs> Sacramento, 25 and 36. Oklahoma City, 20 and 41. We have Minnesota, who snuck out of last place, 18 and 44, because the Houston Rockets are in last place at 15 and 46. And we get to hockey. Detroit got out of last place, too, in the, the yes. hockey league. So that's pretty amazing. Okay. And then the schedule for tonight at 7 o'clock, we have Oklahoma City at the Celtics. We have also at 7, Portland and Indiana. Uh, Milwaukee at Charlotte's at 7. That's seven. NBA TV. That's NBA TV. Milwaukee at Charlotte, 7.30. We have Brooklyn and Toronto, 9. We have Minnesota at Houston. Uh, there's one. Uh, now, remember, 9 o'clock. Don't, don't miss Ooh, it, folks. Minnesota at Houston. Yeah. Yeah. And 9.30, we have Dallas at Golden State. That's TNT. Okay. So that, and that'll be, the, that'll be the Brian Anderson crew. Yeah, okay. yes, it will. So, let's see. That is the NBA. Chris, before we move on to hockey, Jamal, if you want to unmute, I apologize, Jamal. I didn't even see your hand up. So, if you want to, I don't know how long Jamal's hand's been up, but uh, Jamal, if you want to unmute, I apologize. I did not see your hand. Hello. Hey, Hey, Jamal. A couple things here. First of all, about the NFL and some of their proposed rules. I hate the fact that they messed with the onside kick. Why didn't they just leave well enough alone in the first place of messing with it? That was just silly. I don't know what's silly is that. It was supposed to be injury. They were supposed to be – the way that – and I don't know enough about the way they line up to do them, but apparently they thought they were – remember all the things like now how we have the kickoff rules and stuff are different. And I think they did the same kind of thing for onside kick. Yeah, well, the, well, the kicking team was was able to take a running start before. They're not now. So. Well, and then what's also absurd was the – is a stupid baseball. Is a stupid baseball extra inning rule. You start automatically with a runner on second base. The White Sox are victimized about that like a week and a half ago. I, I I can't stand that rule with a passion. But I but I also got another question about the NFL. And you were talking about the mock draft. Who were the Bears so, uh, projected to pick with a 20 pick? Oh, I heard oh, that's, a very, it was, it was that's a, a very good question, Jamal. Yeah, the one I saw was receiver, but I don't remember his name. Yeah, one of them out of Alabama, Rick. I yeah. forget which yeah. one. Oh, yeah, and, also, out of Alabama. and also, I want to say one more thing. 
you were talking about Orlando Brown earlier. Yeah. But I want to point out the fact that the Orlando Brown you were talking about that hit that referee in the eye a number of years ago, this isn't the same guy. No, the one, the, one, the one you're thinking of played for the Lions. And oh, on the Brown, yeah, I remember he did it as a Brown. Wasn't was it? Wasn't it? What are you talking about? Was it was? Wasn't it him that got hit in the eye by the referee? That's what I was going to say. Was, yeah, yeah, I think, I think that's correct. Yeah. I think, uh, I, think Jeff, I think I think Jeff I think Jeff Triplett threw the flag yeah. and he hit yeah. him in the eye. Yeah, yeah but, but I just want to point out that the Orlando Brown that got traded was his son. Oh, okay. Yeah, it only happened like no, the, the thing with the flag only happened three or four years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there was one three or four years ago. You're thinking of the other Orlando Brown that happened. There was an incident there, but this one was only three or four years ago. This okay. was this Orlando Brown. Uh, if two Orlando Browns, that that could be uh, Jamal. Jamal. Yeah. I don't know, but it could. It wouldn't be a son because the thing with the flag was only three years ago. Right. Okay. Yeah. What, 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 no, no, that, no, the thing with the flag was with the Browns. Just for the record. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Orlando Brown that got hit was on the Browns when he got hit. And, yeah, uh, yeah. This, this one may be a different guy. I, I, right. Yeah. But anyway, okay, NHL. Now we're going to go to that puck that we talk about. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, that pucking game. Curb your enthusiasm, Perry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, hey, but you know what, though, Rick? I do know yeah. more about hockey than I do golf and some of that. Well, That's yeah, correct. me too. Yeah. Okay, in the East. Uh, Pittsburgh is 67 points. Washington, 66. Islanders, 63. They've kind of been slowing down a little bit lately. Bruins are 60. And then uh, the, that playoff team's Rangers are 56. So only four behind the Bruins. They've been playing very well lately, too. Yes, they have. Philadelphia, 51. They're out of it. Philadelphia, yeah. 51. New Jersey, 35. And Buffalo, 33. And boy, Uh-oh, they're they, making they, a move. Yeah, they are. They're going to get out of last place if you don't watch it there, Robert. <laughs> yeah, they're going to they're catch their devils. <laughs> so basically, uh, it looks like, you know, the Bruins, you know, are, are they're not locked into fourth, but it's going to be kind of tough, I think, to move up now. They did lose yeah. one of those Buffalo games, but they... Yeah, but they've got four points and they've got two games in hand on them. So. That's yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah. so they, it's not, it's not uh, totally impossible, but uh, then they, and I say the Rangers, uh, they need to watch their rear, rear, rear view mirror for the Rangers, too. Right. The North and Toronto doesn't have a watch from anything. Toronto's got no. 65 points, Edmonton 58, Winnipeg 57, Montreal is going to finish fourth no matter what they do at 51. They're not playing great, but it's okay because Calgary's got 45, Vancouver 41, and Ottawa 40. So actually the Senators are making a bit of a move too. Yes, they are. So basically, you could almost uh, well the Edmonton and Winnipeg thing uh, is uh, up in the air. So you don't know who's going to get second place. But right. Toronto and Montreal should be lined up to play each other. And I would like to uh, maybe Dave, Dave from Toronto, can tell us, or you know, Robert, when's the last time the Maple Leafs won a series? Oh my, uh, it's been a while. Uh, Dave would have to come in and tell us, but uh, I know it's been a while. Cause... They lost last year in the bubble. They lost the two the two years before to the Bruins, and before that, they weren't in the playoffs. I don't think so. Right, so, it's been a while. Yeah. Okay, in the Central, it's as crazy as ever. Carolina with sixty nine, Florida sixty seven, Tampa Bay sixty six. Then we drop down to Nashville at fifty six. Then Dallas fifty four, right behind them for the fifth. They're in fifth. Chicago forty nine. It's get tough for the Blackhawks. Detroit 42, and Columbus 40. So Detroit did it, did get out of last place. Yes, they did. And in the West, we have Vegas Golden Knights at 70, Colorado 66, Minnesota at 65. Then it drops off. Those are the top three in some order. And they've already clinched their spots, and so did Carolina in the playoffs. 
Oh, to be in the playoff. Not yeah, to, to be in the playoff. Right. St. Louis, 48. Arizona, 47, fighting for that fourth spot. San Jose, 43. What do you think? Does Sharks have a fighting uh, No. Uh, I, I would like to see an entire house cleaning. A new GM, new coach. Uh, um, I, I, the GM has been there for 16 years, and I think it's time for a change. You don't want to lose Patrick Marlowe, though, do you? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> and uh, it, it'll be Pat, it'll be Patrick's choice to come back. He's already said he's going to come back. Yeah. And uh, that reminds me, while you're talking about him, um, if we play a full 82-game season next year, uh, the consecutive game streak will be broken by three different players. It'll be broken by uh, uh, Keith Yandel of the Florida Panthers, Patrick Marlowe of the Sharks, and Phil Kessel. I didn't realize wow. Phil, Phil Kessel was up there, but he's he's uh, close to playing 900 consecutive. And with with the way he started out his career, constantly being injury prone, that shocks the hell out of me. Yeah, I don't know whether his attitude changed, but people yeah. here just thought he just underachieved big yeah. time. He was yeah. So, okay, so again, yeah. to run this down, we got St. Louis in fourth with 48, Arizona with 47, <clears throat> San Jose 43, the Kings with 42, and Anaheim 35. Right. Tonight, Chris, so- wouldn't, wouldn't, um, wouldn't Toronto have had to have won a series last year? Because uh, the, the, the top four teams had a bye, so the other eight played, and they, they had to win a series before they played the Bruins, right? They didn't play the Bruins last year. No, they oh, didn't play the Bruins. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, the, the Bruins were one of the top four. Yeah. Playing the, those, uh, and there was those series five through 12, and I think they lost whatever series. Yeah, I was thinking that they played the Bruins. Yeah, no, yeah, they, they did, they yeah. did not. No. I want to say they lost to Columbus, but I could be wrong. I no. think you're right, Chris. Yeah, I was trying to put it together in my mind the other day. as uh, mm. Five through 12 went east. I can't right. quite remember, but anyway. And that was all the way last August. How could I forget? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, we have the schedule for tonight. We have Detroit at Columbus at 7. The Bruins are at Pittsburgh, also at 7. We have uh, Philadelphia at New Jersey at 7. 7 o'clock, Buffalo and the Rangers. Uh, so it seems like the Bruins division plays one night, then it doesn't play the next night. It's kind of the Pretty way. much, yeah. It's pretty much, yep. Yeah. Islanders at Washington at uh, 8. I think it says eight here, unless I wrote it wrong. No, it's seven. It's NBC. It's seven. It's seven. Okay. Uh, that, oh, the dot didn't come out right. Yeah. Nashville at Florida. And that's they, eight. That's eight. Okay. Tampa Bay at Chicago is uh, 8.30. Yep. And then Carolina at Dallas. Uh, that's also, I think, at 8.30. That's correct. Okay. All right. So that's hockey for you. And uh, so, Robert, you got a little boxing. But the, wait, wait, well, no, wait a minute. TV. We do have the big uh, TV deal in hockey. We have the TV, we have the oh, TV, the TV deal. deal. All right. right. Sean, why don't you run that down? Because you were the one that had the story earlier today. Well, actually, Perry Perry put the article in, but so Perry can help me out with some of it. Yeah. About basically Turner, the Turner family of networks, jumped right in. Remember, we talked a few weeks ago about ESPN was getting back in the mix starting next year with their seven-year deal to have the NHL coming back to ESPN and ABC. Well, NBC was going to have it. Now, ABC gets four Stanley Cup games. ABC gets four, and then they, final, we all thought that final, NBC was going to get the other three. NBC was they had already moved programming around because NBC Sports Network is coming to an end, so they had moved stuff to USA, moved stuff on USA because they knew that they were going to have the NHL. But before they finalized their bid, and they had already talked about streaming on Peacock, Turner and AT, which is Warner Media, AT and T, AT and T Warner Media, which owns the Turner family of networks. They came in with their own seven-year deal to get 
the uh, 72 hockey games between TBS and TNT that have playoff games. They'll alternate with ABC, ESPN as far as conference championships, and they will have the other three NH, this other three Stanley Cup uh, finals. And TNT will be the exclusive home of the Winter Classic. So, and they will they will be uh, utilizing the services of Bleacher Report, which they own, BR Live, which is their streaming service, and even tying it in with HBO Max to have those. What is it? Those NHL dot whatever you uh, NHL. Yeah, the NHL dot TV games and things yeah. like that. Those could and go to HBO Max, and so where we thought they were going to be on Peacock, they'll be on. They'll be tied in with HBO Max and Bleacher Report Live. <laughs> so now Turner, the Turner family of networks, of course, has the PGA Championship. They have. Uh, Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NCAA tournament, and the NHL tournament. Turner's stepping in, getting some sporting events, and look, I look for them to get more, especially NBC Sports Network coming to an end. They might go get the Atlantic Ten and some of these others, but NBC's getting NBC's losing a lot of stuff. I mean, well, yeah, well NFL, don't, be, don't be shocked at some point. You know, when something opens up, don't be shocked if Turner tries to get into the NFL too. Uh, yeah, uh, they, would, they they wanted in they wanted in on it this last time they had talked about the Thursday night games they wanted back in on it but Amazon outbid them that's they, correct they, yeah they wanted they wanted the Thursday night games on TNT yeah and they but, they got outbid by Amazon so so yeah. there's nothing analogous so basically the way the NHL is going to be set up is like the NBA. But, of course, it's not as national a game. You know, there's, there's places where it's very popular and more popular in some cities than the basketball teams, et cetera. But there's right. other places, you know, in Tuscaloosa, they'll sit down and watch uh, LeBron, but they don't, they're not going to sit down and watch, uh, you know, Sidney Crosby. No. Who he is. So it's not as much of a national game. So is there such a thing, or how is the other? How are the other games going to be covered? I assume there will be a center right package. You can get. Yes, there will be. And is, um, there's no NHL TV like NBA TV. You know, we have NBA. Uh, yeah, there's NHL. Yeah, there's NHL, there's NHL, NHL, NHL TV. Yeah. yeah, we have NHL yeah, Network, you'll you'll have games be, on there. And that's all going to be around. So yes, nights that ESPN and TNT are not doing hockey, the NHL will fill the gap, like for the NBA, like the NBA TV does. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's that's what they do already when there's not on NBC Sports Network. It's just there's going to be more more outlets, more networks for hockey. Than, yeah. Yeah. And ESPN's got this ESPN Plus now that they, they've got to try yeah, to they're going to have some games on They need product on their streaming services. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but but I think the I think the NHL TV stuff that we're talking about is going to it's a, that's going that'll to, go to HBO. That'll, be, that'll go to HBO Max, I believe. Yeah, ESPN's not going to put hockey on ESPN Plus. I don't. That's fine. Uh, yes, they, they, they are. Some yes, games yes, well, they, they are. are. Yeah. Yes, they are. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so the the thing basically, and when you think about it, and this is, a, you know, sometimes these things come to you after a while, and you know, yeah. nobody was talking about Turner or anything, but you think about who's who's good friends, Adam Silver and uh, Gary Bettman. That's and, correct. You know, and it probably uh, Adam says, "Hey, Gary, we got, we, do I have a deal for you? We got a network over here. This is a good, good place and good people. Blah blah blah. You know, they got they got H E and T versus you know, and let's just say this is the media, but Comcast taking over NBC. They've run. A lot of folks off NBC has over uh, different different networks, and they've had a lot of, you know, they their sports department is shrinking at NBC and Turner's. Turner now here's the thing: they own fifty percent of the CW, and they program the CW. Tur- the Turner family of networks do so. Look for the rumor is that with the NBA, and the, you may see this eventually with the NHL that Turner could get the CW in the mix for some over-the-air games. 
Yeah, that's that would be possible. good. That, that would be good for the finals because yeah. I was talking, and it turned they out I was wrong historically. But apparently, in the eighties, uh, the NHL did not have the Stanley Cup finals on over the years. Eighties and into the mid nineties, up until right. about the so, mid nineties, they were when Fox so, you know, came back in the mix. Right. So them, the, the thing is that, but that would be good. The CW affiliates could pick up the Stanley Cup final. I mean, you wouldn't do the conference championships necessarily, but the finals, you know, might be something. Yeah, CW and they may, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that could be with the NHL. And like I said, definitely the NBA. They'd like to get the NBA on CW. And, and it would be, it's going to be interesting to see who uh, who Turner gets for their hockey announcers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, we will update that more as things come into focus. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Robert, you have a boxing uh, couple of things. Yeah, I've got a couple of boxing things. Number one, uh, Chris was asking last week about, well, there's normally a fight on Kentucky Derby Saturday. Well, yes, there is. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I'm not really impressed with it, but you know what? I'm going to buy it and support it because boxing people are, are – actually doing uh, boxing fans a favor. Normally with your big pay-per-view fights, they normally charge anywhere from 75 to $80. Well, with this one, they're only charging fifty-four ninety-five. And my thought is if enough people buy the lower-priced fights, even though I don't think the fights are going to be tremendous, I think if enough people buy them, it'll send a message to boxing, hey, you don't have to charge the higher prices anymore. So I'll be interested to see if traditional boxing fans will actually purchase it because it's twenty dollars cheaper. Um, it's cheaper though. My question is: Is it cheaper because and it's not, things are getting over with the pandemic? But is it cheaper because you can't have you know you could maybe have ten ten of your buddies over and pay the price and very easily now you might only be able to have five of your buddies over. Right. Is that why they're um, doing it. I I think it's cheaper because a um, you know they're not they're not allowed to have a capacity crowd. Uh, and B, uh, they're 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 trying to they're trying to be nice to the consumer. That's why I'm interested to see, uh, you know, how this does. The main event will feature a former heavyweight champion and somebody that's fought for the title and lost each time. It'll be Chris Ariola who has fought numerous times for the title, and Andrew Andy Ruiz who was the. Um, uh, he had the WBA, WBO, and IBF title when he upset Anthony Joshua, but then he lost the rematch. So this is his comeback fight, and we'll see how that does. And then uh, uh, the other story I wanted to talk about has to do with the two current uh, British heavyweight champions, Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury. Uh, Mark Kriegel of ESPN, who <clears throat> is supposed to be a top-notch writer, for boxing, for ESPN, put out a story that said uh, the fight has been agreed to. It's a two-fight deal. The first fight's going to be in Saudi Arabia. It's either going to be July 24th or early part of August, and the second fight will be in the U.K. Well, he jumped the gun. Uh, they're still negotiating, and he put out this story last weekend, and now it's kind of set things back because somebody told him all these all these details before they were ready to sign the paperwork and release it and all this kind of stuff. So now it's kind of set things back. We w uh, the way it looks, we will have a unified heavyweight champion sometime this year. Well, we're not sure when the fight will actually take place, but it, it will be in Saudi Arabia. The rumor was they were going to, both fighters were going to make $75 million apiece because the Saudis had put up $150 million. 
that does not include the uh, the uh, the payment for all the fighters that are going to be on the undercard, and of course. Anthony Joshua has an exclusive deal with his own, and Tyson Fury has an exclusive deal with ESPN. So both services were going to be able to show the fight. And we had somebody in our group on the phone say, well, what about satellite radio? Well, that's not going to work because you have to have a financial incentive if you're going to, to uh, be covering this. And I don't see Sirius XM covering this kind of event. So uh, those are my two boxing stories. Okay. Okay. All right. So now time for the poll question. All right. The poll question, which, by the way, you can call in at 646-876-9923 and enter code 287-723-4600. Hit the pound key twice. You can call in and... And then star nine raises your hand to answer this question. We're going to talk about our favorite, like, can't-miss uh, events in sports, like a, a particular day of a season, a particular event, a championship, a draft, and an, an, an individual sporting event. Those ones, those just can't-miss events in sports that we have to be there for. Yeah. Okay. And so by the way, just because we call it a poll question doesn't mean you have to be Polish to answer it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Okay. So I would say, well, obviously we're coming up to the Kentucky Derby. <clears throat> I think I haven't missed any derbies since 1958. I'm, I'm, I've tried to listen every every year. Maybe I missed one or two, but, you know, so that's one. And it's just the, the symbolism of spring, you know, it's, it's uh, the first really, one of the really nice days. Often, sometimes it's kind of rainy and stuff, but uh, <clears throat> it's often a very nice day. First Saturday in May, of course, it was strange. All the races and things were out of out of order last year. The Indy 500, I've heard uh, a lot of them. I, I sometimes miss them. Uh, Super Bowl, I've heard all of those. That's for sure. Never miss that. Opening day in baseball would be another time. And those first two days, the NCAA tournament would be my others that you don't, don't want to miss, those Thursday and Friday games. This year, they were Friday and Saturday, you know, on. And Sunday and Monday, we had four days of good basketball. But uh, miss something, of course, without the, uh, the crowds and the real partisan crowds. We had noise there, but it wasn't partisan. So... Getting back, just generally, I've missed the crowds. Uh, you know, getting we're getting closer. Uh, we ran down some of the stuff at the beginning of the show about how that's improving, and uh, you know, looking forward to. It. And they're going to have uh, what is it about fifty thousand at the Derby? I think you said so. Uh, yeah, we're doing forty-five and fifty. Yeah, that'll sound pretty good. So last year, of course, was nobody, so that's a lot better. So yeah, those those are the things that I look forward to. Rick. Uh, well, one of my main ones, of course, is coming up in two days. I love the NFL draft every year. Um, another one that's my real personal favorite, although it's not tied into any national sports, is my fantasy football draft day. Ah, yeah. To I me, like to me, that's like Christmas. <laughs> I love that day. And and one more that it, it's not really a day, but it's actually a couple of weekends, and it's kind of tied in a little weirdly to fantasy football. It's that the first two weeks of playoffs in the NFL, because I all season with with fantasy football, every Sunday I'm I'm trying to follow every game because you have players in every game. And, you know, don't get me wrong, I love it. But when you get to that first couple of weeks of, of playoff football, then you're, you're sitting there, they, they all should be good games, but there's only one at a time. You can just sit, relax, and watch that one game. Right. And, then, yeah. you know, whether it's four games or actually on the Super Wild Card last week, six games was great. Yeah. So well, the, the the thing is, of course, and it's like Christmas because you say, "Can I return this player?" You know, after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 
goes. So that's pretty much mine. You know? That's what the, that's one Harry? thing we're going to have to do at some point is we're going to have to talk about fantasy football. We've not done much of it, but sometime when we're in downtime, we really do need to hit that because it is very popular. Yeah. After the NHL will, and NBA playoffs. Yeah. 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 Somebody will have a scandal. It was there won't be much time because the hockey and basketball won't be over until July and then right. right into the training camp. So it's a little little crazy this year. Yeah. That way. Well, we well, may not be able to get anything. We'll work it in. We'll, work we'll, get, it in. Right. we'll get it in there. Well, of yeah. course, of course, opening day of baseball is, is one that that I really look forward to every year. The first couple days of the NCAA tournament, you just can't you can't miss that because you know there are going to be upsets. You just don't know where they're coming from. <laughs> so you can't miss that one. Um, I, I the opening day in the NFL, the Thursday night is okay, but I, I'm talking about the the real first Sunday in the NFL is a good one too. And I do like the NFL draft. Of all the drafts, that's the one that I think most people pay attention to. Yes. But, uh, and the open and the college basketball when we have those tournaments in November, you know, when you get all those games, that's another one that I really love to pay attention. Yeah, and it's cool to have sports at weird times like uh, eleven o'clock on Wednesday morning. No you know, kidding. The tournaments are all played, all kinds of crazy. Yeah. Plays. I miss the twenty-four hours of basketball that they did for I, a few I years. do too. I do too. Bill. That was cool. Well, I'm going to be a little strange. I like the usual things <laughs> like. <laughs> I like the. Somebody else's. Sorry. Uh, I like the opening day of especially the Reds baseball, Major League Baseball. Indy 500, I don't think I've missed since 1960. So we've got those going. Um, I like, this is strange, I like the NFL draft, but I also like the the part of the season the NFL free agency period, that first day or two. I like that. I like the NBA, you know, when they do their free agency. I like the the hot stove league in the wintertime. And, of course, I like the opening NCAA basketball and, you know, of course, opening day with the NFL. I don't care so much about the NBA, but, I mean, I like the NBA but those are just some of mine. You know, another yeah, actually, another one, another one though that that we that I left out, and, and I know Sean, you and I kind of pay attention, and, and Pierre does too. That opening weekend of the college, you know, when you have the sixty-four teams in the college baseball, that is good too. Oh, that is good. Yeah, yeah. that is a good one. Yeah, Robert, yeah. Think about- yeah, I've got a few. Uh, uh, number one, uh, um, the Daytona 500, that, you know, because that's the beginning of the NASCAR uh, season, and they call that their Super Bowl. And uh, with the way the calendar has been set up recently, it's shortly after the Super Bowl, and it might, might, might even, with the 17 games now, it might even be cl- uh, closer to after the Super Bowl. So we'll wait and see what happens with that. So Daytona is number one. Um, also, uh, with me, um, I love, uh, uh, you know, Cinco de Mayo and Mexican Independence Day because those are two big pay-per-view days for boxing. That's normally when the, when a, a big fight will happen and things like that. And so those are, those are a couple of good ones. And, uh, you know, for, for, uh, people that like golf, uh, the Masters, it, it gets everybody's attention. So yep. it's a good idea to, to pay attention to that. And, 
So I'm trying to think of uh, things that we haven't mentioned that, you know. Um, well, no, it, yeah. it, it, so it, it, a, how much, Robert, beforehand, and how much are you able to know about the NHL draft when that comes on? Um, well, um, norm, normally, um, the, we, with the advent of SiriusXM, it's been a lot easier to keep up with uh, with the draft because uh, they do a lot of, uh, with, the, with SiriusXM or with the NHL network itself, they do a good job because normally they'll, both of them will use the people from Canada. And let's face it, you know, we're all Americans here, but the Canadians cover hockey better than anybody else. Yeah. Does he do uh, better with, Robert, does he do better with doing hockey than he does a sports schedule? No, no, no. I'm not talking about Ryan Payton. I'm talking about, you know, the professional people that cover uh, hockey for a living. Well, um, of course, there's another contingent, too, of people who covers it here in the New England and Michigan, Minnesota. There's right. the college hockey folks. And right. Know a lot about a lot of these players, too, coming up because they're going exactly. to be college team. So that's yeah. another group that, that knows their hockey. They're and uh, also, uh, uh, speaking of trading deadlines, uh, the two that are most interesting to me are are the uh, Major League Baseball trading deadline and uh, the uh, – the NBA trading deadline; those are those are the two biggest trading deadlines. Because yeah. the the NFL they have a trading deadline, but you never hardly hear about anything no. being done. So no, well, the no. thing about the NBA, the flip flop is the NBA draft used to be pretty cool because you yeah. used to know. Here's especially in the '80s and '90s, you knew all those college players. You know, where's Patrick Ewing going? Where's this? Yeah. Like, but now you've got okay. Well, here's the top. Here's the guy you've seen all year at Duke or Kentucky or something. Well, he'll probably go about number six because we got these guys from this country and that country. Well, the the you know. thing that, the thing that's bad about the NBA draft now is you have all these one and dones. Yeah. And uh, and now you've got uh, you've got some kids that don't even want to go to college and the G League has started a a uh, team for kids that don't want to go to college. So it makes it harder to really follow the NBA draft now. Right, so that yeah. makes free agency more interesting than the draft. Whereas in the other, you know, in, in uh, like the NFL, the draft is more people get more into it than the free agency. Even though we yeah. enjoy the free agency too, but yep. we know these players because we've seen, seen them in college football for a couple of years. Yep, Sean. Well, for me, of course, the Kentucky Derby. That's what I got to watch because you know you, we get in there and. You mentioned, well mentioned, the first two days of the NCAA tournament in basketball. And I will, and I agree, though, that first week in the college baseball is really good. Uh, opening day for college football for me is just, I mean, because you're just sitting there, you get those, uh, that whole opening weekend, Labor Day weekend, because you've got Thursday night games, you got a Friday, Saturday, even got a, occasionally a Sunday game and then one or two Monday games thrown in there. I mean, and and now you're starting to get some of those big matchups. It's, I mean, to me, that's one that gets me. Uh, we mentioned the Masters. For me, especially on the Masters, day three, moving day. Right. Moving day is the one you really – because that's the day where, I mean, things change on that Saturday in the Masters. So that's one for me that always uh, gets out there for me. And I think that's, those are – those are the main ones. Uh, and yeah, you, also I agree with Rick. Those first two weekends of the NFL playoffs, the wild card weekend and and divisional divisional playoff weekend, especially that weekend. I just yeah, those two are yeah. Jerry, Jerry, if you want to unmute yourself, we would be able to hear you. And then Pierre, while Jerry's talking, if you want to start unmuting, then we'll, we'll be ready for you when Jerry's done. Go ahead, Jerry. Jerry. We remember there's a starting gate issue in Indiana, Pennsylvania. That <laughs> yeah. Was before. Star six, Jerry. Jerry. 
Oh, he knows, I'm he's, sure. It's just... He knows it. It's just not. Okay, then, Pierre, if you want to start unmuting, we would, we'll hear you first. If Okay. Uh, there you go. Well, mine is, uh, of course, the Kentucky Derby, Indianapolis 500, all, all the usuals for this time of year. But also, uh-huh. in, in February, March, you have the start of the NHRA uh, uh, drag racing series. And then... Uh, this time of year, I always look forward to Talladega 500. Uh, see how many is going to wind up on their top, you know? <laughs> is that the one we just had last year? Yes, yeah, on Sunday. Right. Yeah. Yeah, one, yeah, one did end up on its roof Sunday, so. so you were yeah. happy. Any, it was the best of both worlds. You saw a good wreck, and he was okay. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Jerry, are you with us? Well, I don't know. I guess not. Zoom is a mysterious thing. Sometimes everybody can be doing the right thing, and it doesn't work anyway. Yeah. Well, I guess, Chris, go ahead and we'll start off these deaths here. We got we got to find out about people that died. So. Okay. So we we told you the uh, the uh, uh, oldest son of uh, Scotty Pippen died, and uh, I'm looking for his name again. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, he, he was a, a chronic asthmatic. He was 33 years old. He uh, he played, uh, um, uh, let's see, the top, uh, and they thought, uh, Scotty thought he could have been a top college prospect if uh, he hadn't had that. Uh, he went to Georgia Tech East or something, and Texas A&M International. I didn't even know there was Antron. That was his name, Antron Pippen. That was his name. So, unfortunately, they lost him. And Scotty Pippen Jr. is uh, at Vanderbilt this fall, uh, playing, uh, will be a junior in Vanderbilt playing college basketball. And <clears throat> so, we'll see how he does. Shaler Halliman uh, played with the 76ers in 68 and 69. Uh, the Bulls, 69 and 70. Portland, 70 and 71. <clears throat> so he was original Portland Trailblazer. Atlanta Hawks, uh, in 71. And Dallas Chaparral, 71 through 73. For Atlanta, he only played uh, one game for the Hawks. So 254 games in the ABA and NBA. Uh, and let's see, he had 1,586 points, 781 rebounds, and 423 assists. At Utah State, he was there from 66 through 68. He's still the 20th uh, Utah State scoring player and uh, 47 points with Utah State in one game uh, and the third best uh, one-game performance there. Uh, And let's see. And uh, Utah State Hall of Fame in 2010 and – and then Chicago with the Bulls on January 17, 1970, he had three baskets in eight in the final eight seconds to tie the game, a game that they beat the Bucks 132 to 130 in overtime. So that's pretty cool. That was against Kareem when Kareem was with the Bucks. So then we move on to oh, and he became a social worker in San Antonio, then a bus driver in uh, Oregon. And then we go to Tom Robson, 75 years old. He uh, was a major leaguer from September 1474 with Texas, and his last game was September 18th of 75, uh, all for Texas. Uh, let's see, in 74, he played 17 games, and, and uh, I don't have how many he played in uh, 75. But anyway, his average was 208. This is why he was a hitting coach, folks. 208, 10 home runs, uh, no RBIs. <laughs> Uh, no, that can't be Wait right. <laughs> no, no, that's not right. And hits, no home run. Yeah, and four RBIs. But he was a hitting coach anyway. Went to Japan in 76. And the minors from 67 through 75, he had 290. That's why he's a hitting coach. 989 hits, 200 home runs, and 724 RBIs. 
Okay. Then he became a hitting coach, as we say, and we've got some information on that. He was a Rangers organization hitting instructor from 82 through 85, and then the Texas Rangers hitting coach uh, themselves in the big league club, 86 through 92. Then a Mets hitting instructor for Bobby Valentine, Valentine, 97 through 2000. And then again in 02. And Cincinnati was a hitting coach from 03 until 728-03 when uh, Bob Boone was fired. And then he also a hitting coach in Japan, and he was the uncle of Mike Moustakas, and he died of natural causes. Then we have Charlie Glosback, Charging Charlie, we talked about, 82 years old, southern Indiana, just north of Louisville. He was 124 races between uh, 60 through 92. Most of his races were in the late 60s, early 70s. Uh, he had a 1-4. Uh, uh, he won... Uh, uh, one in 68, two in 70, and one in 71. 50 top 10, 12 holes, and uh, he also uh, he was in seven Daytona 500s between 61 and 74. In 69, he finished second, and he was passed on the last lap, and he finished second in 72. And the first person to do 200 miles per hour, per hour at Talladega on a lap and the fastest race average at Bristol in 1971, uh, found dead at, uh, in his home in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Then we have uh, Adrian Garrett, 78 years old, uh, four games for Atlanta in 1966, three for the Cubs in 70. Then we had uh, went to the Oakland for 71 and 72 and 14 games in each year. So he's part of that first A's. Uh, well, I don't know if he got a ring. Didn't mention him as a world champion, so maybe he did get a ring or a, uh, a share. But 14 games each year. No, he didn't get a ring, Chris. Okay. And then the Cubs, 73 through 75, uh, 36 games uh, in, in uh, 73, 10 and 74, 16 and 75. <clears throat> California Angels, 75 through 76, uh, and then 37 games in 75 and 29 and 76. So in his 153 total game, he had 180, he had 185, 51 hits, 11 home runs, 37 RBIs, 1,530 minor uh, league hits from 71 through 76. He had 259 and uh, 130. Uh, let's see, hang on a second. Oh, that was his minor league game was uh, 15-30, and uh, he had 13-44 hits, 280 homers, and 961 RBIs. Then he played Japan from 76 through 79, an 82 minor league manager in the White Sox organization, then the hitting coach for the White Sox organization, and then the third base coach and hitting coach for Kansas City in 88 through 92, and then the Florida Marlins minor league coach uh, for 10 years, then a hitting coach for uh, the Bath, the Louisville Bath, 03 through 11, and then 12 through 15 part-time hitting instructor for the Reds at spring training. So, and he died of pneumonia. We have Frank McCabe, uh, forward from Marquette, played, and he was about 93, 94 years old. I forgot to write down the age. Uh, played at Marquette from 1945 through 1949. Then he played for the Peoria Caterpillars and the, of the AAU from 50 through 54. He was on the 52 Olympic team and won the gold medal for them. And it's a death, uh, no cause was given. We have Terrence Clark. This is a really sad story of the week. 19 years old, played for uh, University of Kentucky last year. Uh, he was a shooting guard from Boston here, Weston High School. Uh, and that's a very ritzy town, but what they do is they used to have a program, it may still be called that, I don't know, Metco, where they would bring in some kids and some athletes, some special kids in from different uh, inner city places. And Weston is one of our richest towns, but he did play for Weston, apparently. He, he was visiting in L.A. and training with a friend. He was in Chatsworth, California, California, and he was speeding, and he hit a car. That was okay, but then he hit a pole and a wall, and that's what killed him. Uh, and no, uh, he wasn't wearing his seatbelt properly. Um, he was a McDonald's All-American, and, and he was uh, 
pick projected to be as high as eighth in the draft this year is a one and done with John Calipari. And then we have a guy with a checkered career here, Bill Whittington, 71 years old, with his brother Don and another driver. He won the uh, 24 Hours of Le Mans in 1979, and that's quite a feat. And then uh, he ran a, was driving a Porsche 935. Then uh, two NASCAR starts in uh, 80. He had an, an eighth place and a 32nd in, in Daytona. And then he went to Indy from 80 through 83 and 85. His best finish was the 85, 14th place finish. In 86, uh, he went to, he pleaded guilty to income tax evasion and uh, marijuana smuggling from Colombia. And he got 15 years of sentence for, uh, had to give up $7 million in, uh, in property. 87, uh, Don, his brother, pled guilty too to this as well. And then other drivers were involved in this, uh, uh, in, I think it was the income tax thing, the, uh, the IMSA was the name of the organization. And then... Uh, International Motorsports Association. Right. Yep. A bunch of drivers were in trouble for that. For, he got out, uh, Bill Whittington did, after five years. And then uh, Don had 18 months to season a serious, uh, sentence. Then in 2018, he didn't learn tax evasion charges. <laughs> and then for failing to report investments of uh, $10 million and offshore and uh, for un- offshore companies and underreported income from uh, Colombia and uh, well, Colorado Resort, yeah, and then which was run by his daughters and he paid 1.8 million and got 18 months again and then a small plane crash killed them in Win- Winslow, Arizona. So a checkered career for that guy. Yep. Two more. <clears throat> Mike Davis, 65 years old. He was uh, from the Raiders, played for the Raiders, and he's a safety, 77 through 81. And then the, the L.A. Raiders, 82 through 86, so it was a Raider 10 years. And then eight games for the Chargers in 87. Uh, two Super Bowl wins, Super Bowls 15 and 18. And then uh, then for eight, he started 83 of 115 games, 11 interceptions, one touchdown, 12 fumble recoveries. And on January 4th, 1981, probably the third coldest football game because it was the coldest since the ice ball, and then the one in Cincinnati the next year, I think, was colder. Yes, it was. But this was a controversial thing, and Sam Rotigliano got in trouble for this. Rick will remember this play. The, the Raiders ended up winning the game 14-12, to but Brian Sype threw into the end zone, and uh, Mike Davis intercepted that pass. Oh, and that's yeah, he stepped in front of Ozzie Newsom. He'd been covering Ozzie Newsom all day long. and. Yeah, and, uh, and, but they could have set up Don Cockcroft, who wasn't a long-distance kicker, but he was a very accurate kicker for a game-winning field goal, yeah. and instead they went he, for the touchdown. Yeah, but he I think he'd missed, what, two extra, uh, two field goals and an extra point? Well, since they won 14-12, to 12, he probably missed yeah. two extra points. Or yeah. two, well, he could have missed some field goal, too. I mean, it was a, yeah. it was a cold, very cold day. So, yeah. But I don't know. You know, Ricciglianno was in trouble for that. Yep. Uh, so they could have won it 15-14. to 14. Yep. And then the last guy we've got is Gino Hayes, 33 years old, played for Tampa Bay as a linebacker from 2008-2011, the Bears in 2012, Jacksonville in 13 and 14, started 70 of 101 games, six interceptions, one touchdown, and one recovery, and one touchdown on a block punt, and he died of chronic uh, liver failure, liver disease, in his uh, parents' home. So that was pretty sad for a 33-year-old guy. Well, yeah, we had some young deaths this week. Yeah, yeah we, we sure did. did. <laughs> no and, on that, on a, and on that fine note, Sean, why don't you take it home? Yeah. All right. Well, folks, well, hope you enjoy this 
fun weekend of sporting events. And if you want to listen to us or you want a friend to check us out, you can download the podcast, go to legendoldies.com, or if you want it sent to you every week when it's out there, Sports Lounge Live, three words in your podcaster. It'll deliver right to you as soon as Bill posts it. You can also tell your smart device to play Sports Lounge Live from Apple Podcasts or go to 773 772-3006, option number nine. And next week we'll have all of our teams will be making their picks. We'll know if we'll be debating are we going to have a Triple Crown winner this year and we'll be closer to playoffs. And the next month of baseball is minor league starts. So I guess until next week, we'll see you.